Casper Nuvest uh, is one of many local celebrities falling victim to social media hijackers. The rapper first announced that his Twitter account had been hacked through a post on his Instagram stories last week. Shortly thereafter, the star claimed he was able to get his account back by paying the ransom. Speedster, uh, our very own Speedster, uh, also lost his social media accounts last week uh, because they cloned his pay-as-you-go number. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone had recut it, I think, downtown Jersey wow. or Durban, mm. I can't remember. Mm, mm, and then mm. when he got his number back... Mm. He gets a WhatsApp. It says, yo, 6,000 rand for your Instagram, 7,000 rand for your Twitter. Hi, mm. And then uh, he sends uh, a message back, lol, how do I know you're not bluffing? And then the guy or the girl says, let me send you the screenshots. Mm. And mm. then they started now going back and forth about this payment that this person wants. That's horrible. But they want e-wallet and mm. they will not obviously give a account number for obvious reasons. Yes. Uh, but Twitter, Casper uh, um, carried on and said, I bought my account back from the hacker, but now someone else stole my handle and I lost my verification. Mm. She shouldn't have. What? Bought she, it she back? Bought it. Mm. There's ways, but they take long as far as I know. My fiance had the same experience in December. Yeah. And it was some Mohammed something. And they sent him a, a DM saying, if you want me to to give you back your account yeah. pay me $600 or something. So the DM him on his other social media? Yeah, like okay. on, on Facebook or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Said, if you want your, your Instagram, I can um, give you... Oh, no, no, no. They DM'd some people that he followed. Like they sent Unati and yes. that they see what there's a link. Tell your friend, yes. Mohale, that mm. if once you can get... He uh, must give us $600. Mm. I remember there was a time I'm sitting in my hotel room in Bloom and then I get a DM from um, Dineo. Mm. Um, our Dineo. Yes. Borrowing money. Mm. Uh, no, no. Saying, uh, listen, I'm w- doing a Twitter interview. I'd like to interview you. It's a mm. new thing I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to need your logins. Why? Mm. That's when I, there was obviously an alarm bell. Yeah. Mm. So I messaged her on her phone. She's like, no, the, they took my account. Oh so my please, gosh. but that's how they take it. Yes. Yeah, easy. Even Babes' Instagram account that yeah. uh, she got back yesterday. Yeah. Mm. Someone said, I can help you get verified, but I'm going to need your logins. Oh. Mm. And, and some people, I suppose, are desperate to yes. be verified. Yes. And they'll hand over their logins. It's, it's easy. So, yeah, please welcome from Stuff Magazine editor Craig Wilson. Craig, welcome. Hey, morning, Fresh. Uh, have you ever lost your social media accounts? Oh, I haven't, but you know, when you've only got like a couple thousand followers, nobody cares. <laughs> I'm with you, Craig. I guess they figure they wouldn't get much of a ransom back because they <laughs> told them to take a hike, you know? I just start again. Um, I haven't personally, no, but I certainly, I've seen a lot of stories of this happening, and I know uh, a couple of people uh, to whom it's happened. And, you know, the, the, the problem is, like, I guess, there's, there's a lot of money to be made, you know, especially with the with the really big accounts. And mm. once you've got, you know, once you've got control of it, um, to actually get it back, you know, unless you have a direct contact at Instagram or Twitter, you know, you, I mean, you've seen it, I'm sure, if you've ever had a problem with Google, there's no phone number, you mm-hmm. know, you can't call up Jess in the call center and, and ask him to give you a hand. You know, you've got to send an email to a mystery account, mm. you know, or through a contact form, and it can take days or weeks for them to get back to you. So, you know, by that stage, the, the you can, you know, if it's Instagram in particular, you can change the, the account name a few times. Uh, people can start posting stuff on it. What they often do, too, is they start sending the similar sort of scams. You know, you mentioned the, someone asking for your login. Mm. I think that's one of the most common ones. You know, people are 
so many people are so keen to to become you know uh, influencers and to make money off it that they get an offer that's maybe just a little too good to be true and someone says look we want to send you these sneakers and but we need to track how the campaign does mm. just log it log into this tracking website and uh, so we can monitor you know how it goes and then your account's gone and they change the name and they start going to your DMs and they'll send, you know, they'll look for other people who have decent followers as well and they'll start messaging them as you to say, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing, don't you want to get on board? Mm. Uh, you know, head, head over to this website. Mm. And, and you know, that's how these things spread. And, you know, I guess the companies don't have a huge incentive to to shut it down. You know, frankly, their focus is new, new customer acquisition, yes. uh, growing the platform, um, keeping the the spammers at bay, but you know, I, I'm I, I don't know how we encourage them to make this more of a concern or to, to make it more difficult for this stuff to happen. How much of it is an inside job? Let me let me let me explain my question. For instance, how is it that a person can go and clone my number mm. or recreate it as their own yeah. without ID, uh, without proof of residence, for instance? Sure. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, Rika is a very contentious one. You know, for all the years that it's run, I mean, allegedly the idea was that it would cut down on organized crime and mm. cut down on crime generally, right? But um, I don't know about you. I've seen, I, I can't think of any stories I've seen where they've gone, ah, oh, you know how we got this gangster? Rika, a Rika Tim. Never seen a story like this. But, yes. mm. you know, I don't know how strictly this is adhered to. I don't know how, uh, you know, I've certainly had instances myself where yeah. you know, I go through quite a lot of SIM cards sometimes um, just for testing phones and things. And yes. You know, I've had instances where I haven't had all the documents and someone's gone, ah, you know, it's all good. In, Sorry same here. In fact, a lot of your smaller nyana cell phone stores sell unreaked mm-hmm. SIM cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Absolutely, And yeah. nobody seems to shut them down. Mm. Yeah, and I guess, you know, they're more interested in making the sale. Um, and, you know, they're, they're not particularly worried about getting all the right details and they just either use the same details over and over again or they just they just fake the info, but but this is the uh, this is the big problem. You know what you talked about here is this this uh, sim swapping. Mm. You know, this is the thing that we think oh it's going to be really hard to do. But I guess you know with even a little bit of information, you get on the phone to one of the mobile operators and you have someone maybe you have someone's ID number and someone's yeah. address, and you say ah oh, my phone's been stolen. You know how am I meant to prove these other things because I don't have my phone anymore? Mm. Um, and you get a new sim card. And then you go into the you know the web pages or Twitter or whatever, and you say, "Oh, I've I've been locked out of my account. Um, you know, please send my um, please send uh, my recovery code to my cell phone number." And uh, you know, if they've done the SIM swap and they've got your number, mm. then uh, they they go your details, and then you get signed out of your your own account. You know, and this, the the thing is, you know, if, if we were really being completely paranoid about this stuff, the safest way to do it is to have a secondary SIM that is in no way that you don't use as your phone number, you know, a number that no one else has. Ah, yes. And you send all of your two-factor authentication Mm. things, all of your security messages and everything to that number, and you don't let that number out into the wild world. But, you know, realistically, this is is a difficult thing to do. And so a lot of us, you know, a lot of us uh, understandably are reluctant to do it. Mm. In in fact, before we take a break, uh, Craig, if you don't mind, Mpoh has a question quickly. And then when we come back, we'll also talk about how do I make my social media um, I guess hijack proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That goes into that because I was going to ask about the two-factor verification, but we'll talk about it when we talk about how to hijack proof your account.
We are hanging out with the editor at Stuff Magazine, Craig Wilson. How do you make your social media account hijack-proof? What is this two-whatever-verification? In fact, there are even <laughs> apps that generate uh, one-time codes, pins yes. mm-hmm. and codes mm-hmm. uh, that you can use, for instance, to bolster security with your social media. We'll talk about that and other stuff and stuff like that. Craig Wilson is the editor at Stuff Magazine, and Dumpo's question before the break was, how do you hijack-proof your social media accounts? Yes, Craig. Welcome back. Uh, hi. Well, so look, I'm going to speak about Instagram and uh, Twitter specifically because those are the ones we were mentioning today. But this applies, fortunately, to most uh, of the big socials now in the wake of all of these uh, account hijackings happening. Um, in the last couple of years, some more recently than others, most of them have added a different form of two-factor authentication support. So the standard one for a long time has been they send you an SMS. But as we talked about before the break, the problem here is someone clones your SIM card, then they can get that code and get mm. it into your account. So what a lot of them are supporting now are these third-party two-factor authentication apps. Now, the most common one is called Google Authenticator. And uh, really, it's just a little app that lives on your phone or your tablet, and it gets uh, the codes instead of sending them to a SIM card. Ah. So it generates, it actually, it, it's kind of, it's permanently generating codes. When you open it up, it'll have a little six-digit six code, and every, I think it's sort of every minute this code changes. Hmm. And so you can set that up for Twitter and for, for Instagram. I'm actually looking at it in my Instagram account now in the settings. Um, and then what I'll do is any kind of get a login request from uh, a computer or a phone or whatever that it doesn't recognize, it'll ask you, it'll sort of bump, uh, ask you to, to sign into the account again, and you'll have to put in that security code. And, mm. of course, the advantage here is that, that, you know, if someone gets your SIM card, it doesn't matter. They can't sign up to the Authenticator app on your behalf. That's something mm. you have to do online through, uh, through your Google account. And it just makes it that much more difficult for someone to get in. And, you know, a lot of the time, and this, I mean, this applies to Internet security uh, generally. It's the same reason we tell people to, you know, have stronger passwords is if you don't even have to make it impossible. But if you make it a lot more difficult for someone to get into your stuff, odds are they're going to move on to the next person because, you know, it's not in their interest to spend more time Mm, on you than they absolutely mm. have to. Third-party apps that we give permission to our social medias, how safe are they? Well, this I mean, (laughs) this is the question, right? So it depends. Mm. I guess we we like to think if they're big-name apps, they absolutely recognize, uh, then, you know, they're probably all right. So, you know, linking, say... I mean, I say linking your, your Instagram and your Facebook, which actually is now the same company anyway, yeah. you know, we probably think that's okay. Mm. But I guess it certainly pays to always be wary of anything that you're not sure of. You know, if someone comes to you and says, I want to do a promoted content, promoted content on your site, but I mean, on your site, on your page, on your whatever, but I need you to log into this analytics platform. Um, not to say that, that none of them are legit, but... I would certainly be extremely careful before before doing that. You know, yeah. um, you just it, particularly because a lot of these things are things we won't have heard of. You know, how many of us use uh, the sort of analytics platforms that big advertising companies do to track campaigns? Mm. You know, I certainly don't. And a lot of the time too, it's totally possible for you to, you know, if they're very serious about this, you can send them analytics information yourself from the account. I know people. Mm. I guess people are concerned about 
faking, you know, people faking the numbers or, you know, photoshopping the results or whatever. But yes. if you're actually going to have an, a relationship with one of these companies, then, you know, that's going to require a bit of, uh, a bit of trust um, in either direction. And so, you know, I, I, I would be, I would be forever weary of logging into to uh, something that I've never seen before, mm. um, particularly with my username and password. Yeah. You know, it's the same, it's, it really is the same common sense that we tell people to apply to, to online banking or anything else. So, you know, I, I'd say wherever possible, if someone wants you to do that, you've got to say, well, look, guys, there's, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Someone on Twitter, uh, Q uh, Guele, says, I'm a currently a final year student at um, Mangosutu University of Technology. I created an app where you use only your fingerprint to log in, no sign up, no register. And uh, the app, I think, is called Quavia or something to that effect. Um, I think it's like you get it for four rand. Uh, so maybe check it out. Q-H-U-E-V-I-A. Are there other apps you'd recommend, uh, Craig? people maybe check out for I mean, security. I think Authenticator is the main one. There's another there's another called Duo, I don't know what it's called now. Duo, Mo- uh, called Duo Mobile. Duo, I think it's Duo Mobile. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think for for authentication those are great. Also fingerprints and stuff are are, you know, super helpful because again that's that's harder to fake. Um but that's going to depend on whether your phone supports it or not. And then just the other ones that, you know, I'm amazed that I still see people not doing this. Is obviously just having a like some sort of pin or lock on your phone. You know, granted, it's mostly people's parents. You see, they unlock their phone and they just swipe up with their thumb and, hey, it's unlocked all mm. the time. But, you know, it doesn't take someone, you know, people can also still look over your shoulder. You know, yeah. if you've got one of those patterns on Android and you draw out, you know, your favorite superhero's letter and that's your passcode, you know, it's super easy for someone to, to see you doing that. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you're out on the town, you leave your phone for just a couple of minutes, you know? leave your phone and go to the bathroom, although blessedly I think most of us don't leave our phones when we go to the bathroom. That's why bathroom trips seem to have gotten longer and bathroom queues longer. Um, but you leave your phone for a couple of minutes and someone can get into it. So, you know, the basic things like locking that stuff down and wherever possible setting up two-factor authentication certainly reduce the odds that you'll fall victim to this. Craig, let's leave it at that. Thank you as always for your time and your patience, sir. Stuff Magazine editor Craig Wilson.